Okay, so uh <coughs> so <coughs> sorry about my voice. So no malach of your the uh, the right side of the page that you have. So it says it's going on the Pasik Vyskar Yosefam. So it says in Pasik when the brothers came to Mitzrayim, so Yosef recognizes them, they don't recognize him, but Yosef recognizes them. So it says Vyskar Yosef Sachalam that Yosef remembers, when he sees them, he remembers the dreams that he had, the sun and the moon and the stars bowing down to him, all those dreams. But So, and he says to them, oh, you're spies, and the whole story begins. So, says the Rebbe Melech, L'chayr e'ne meduyek. The Pasuk is a little bit funny. Like the Pasuk, again, obviously in the larger story, it makes sense. So Yosef remembers the dreams. He's trying to create a scenario Well, Yaakov will come down, everyone will bow down to him. So he starts this whole thing of like, you're spies, you know, the, the whole thing. But just isolating this Pasuk, it's a funny thing. Like, he remembers their dreams, you're spies. Like, as if spies is the obvious response to the Indian of his dreams. What does one do the other? So he says like this, as I mentioned in, in previous times we learned, the name of Melch is all about Tzadikim. The Rabbani Shalom gives the Tzaddik a gift. What is the gift? A certain power. Means that the Tzaddik is a unique person, <coughs> that on the one hand he's a human being, so he's down here on planet Earth, which means that he has to serve, the, obviously serve Hashem, and, and to sort of turn upwards towards Shemayim. But the unique quality of a tzaddik is, is that on the one hand, he's all the way down here. On the other hand, the very root of who he is, is coming from a place that's even above Shemayim. And so his avayda, that's what it means that the tzaddik is like tzaddik is Ailam, he unifies heaven and earth. Because there's a part of him which is on planet earth, which, and as, represent, as the representative of planet earth, so to speak, the tzaddik. So when he turns to Hashem, it means all of the lower world is turning towards heaven. But at the same time, the deepest part of the tzaddik's neshama is actually above heaven, which means that he's doing two things. He's bringing the lower world focused towards up, and he's also somehow initiating from heaven to turn towards, turn towards the earth. He himself is uniting both. He's representative of the lower world as the tzaddik, but he's also the one that's motivating, the high, that's actually bringing light from Hashem Yisbarach to the higher world. So he himself is like the whole circuit. He explains the tzad, the matana, the gift that the tzaddik has is that he is yitein chiyas the kol ha'elmas b'kaya chelik l'kimi malshiyesh by the peace of the divine presence that is the neshama of the tzaddik that's in the neshama of the tzaddik is the source from which all the higher worlds receive their energy. So he's both the representative. He's also bringing, you know, focusing earth towards heaven, and he's also the one through which even heaven receives its shefa in its life force. Vizel, this is the meaning of the Pasuk, it's a shocking taich. It says in Pasuk, we say in Davening, Hashem, you are alone. And you sustain all things. So, what is that to say, you twice? It says, you Hashem are alone and sustain all things. What does that to say, and you sustain all things? The answer is, the second Ve'ata is not talking about Hashem anymore only. It's talking about the Tzadik, who has a piece of the divine presence within him? Kleimer, Hatzadik Nikravaata. The Tzadik is called a new. Shuchelik Mimcha, because he's a, so to speak, a piece of Hashem. 
That's why it's with the vav, which means and, which means action, activity. means that it's through the tzaddik that even the higher world receives receives its shafa. Through the neshama that he has, mechayes this brings life to all things. First of all, he brings life to the lower world by folk, by representing the whole lower world in focusing it in, in sort of facing towards heaven, but he also brings life to the higher world because his nisham is really higher than even the higher world. <coughs> and so through the tzaddik, the higher world is nullified and bows to the tzaddik. Why does the higher world bow to the tzaddik? Because they depend on him. Just as we depend on the tzaddik, the higher world depends on the tzaddik. Since the tzaddik is the one that brings shefa even to the higher world, so since they're only receiving light from Hashem through the tzaddik, so it only is fitting that they should continue that and to give that to, and to continue the flow of that shefa all the way down to the tzaddik of planet Earth. So the so there's the side of the tzaddik which is higher than the higher world. So he's the that part of him is motivating Shefa from Hashem to the higher world. But since ultimately it's coming in the schus, in the power of the tzaddik, so Mimela, the higher world, is then obligated to continue that Shefa all the way down to planet Earth, which, which practically is where the tzaddik lives. So the tzaddik is living down here, but he's, act, but, he's act, but he's acting in a much, much higher place. And because of that, everything that happens above, which is in the schus of the tzaddik, has no choice but to subjugate itself and to and to be willing to descend and to be mashpi all the way to planet earth because ultimately everything they receive is from someone that's living on planet earth so it all ultimately therefore is funneled to planet earth that's what it means that even the higher world is mashtachav as machniya itself humbles itself to the tzaddik they humble themselves to be mashpiya vaiter to the world they don't retain the 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 flow of Hashem's energy for themselves because they only received it because of someone from planet Earth. Now, fine, that's the concept. Now it's known to Yosef, Yosef is the embodiment of the Medo Tzadik. He is Tzadik Yitzad Olam. Therefore, not only does he, is he the best of the human being focusing our attention towards Shemayim, but rather he's also the source for the Shefa of Shemayim. He's also the source of their life force. Therefore, the dream of Yosef is that the sun, moon, and the eleven stars bow to him. The sun, moon, and the eleven stars are representative. They're a marshal to the higher world. Just like physically, they're up there. So they represent the spiritual universe. And what are these eleven stars and sun and moon doing? They're bowing to the tzaddik. Why? Because that's a, that's that because the shefa that they receive is coming ultimately from the tzaddik himself. The tzaddik is not only down here, so the, the tzaddik is two things. The tzaddik receives from heaven, just like any other human being. We receive shefa from above. But he's also the mashpia. He's also the one through which even the shefa comes to Shemaim. So there's these two sides that the tzaddik is, the human part and the mamash, the divine part. So he says, <coughs> Therefore, this is the meaning of the Pasuk. It's a chesidish Yosef remembers the dreams. Again, the Shvatim represent the 11 stars, which means that when Yosef sees them, it means that he's not just talking to people, it means he's talking to Olmos Yoyinim. The Tzaddik is talking to Olmos Yoyinim at that moment, because the 11 Shvatim represent the 11 stars of his dream, which means the higher world. And he remembers that the Shefa, the Chiyas, the life force that the 11 stars have, the higher world has, is, is only because of him anyway. And therefore they owe him. So what should they do? 
they should be mashpia to him. Yosef remembers, and he's reminding the higher world that they owe him one, right? They owe him everything. That's the 11 stars. And they owe to be mashpia. They, they have to be mashpia from above to below, to this world where the tzaddik lives, and to everyone, to the whole world that the tzaddik is connected to, because hagufa, the whole shefa they received, ultimately was because of the tzaddik. Therefore, Yosef responds, Meraglim atem. You are spies. The word meraglim comes from the word regel, means his foot. Like I was talking about last night, that the raglayim are the part of the person which is about hashba. So he turns to the oil masalayayinim and he says meraglim atem. You have an obligation to be mashpia. You can't allow that shefa to remain by you, the closeness to the chiyas of Hashem to remain by you. That's not right. Why? Because you only got it because of me who is on planet earth. So meraglim atem. You have a chiyas to be mashpia to us. You have to be mashpia to the lower world, which is also connected to, to feet. Like the pasuk says, that the earth is the um, is the, uh, the 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 steps of Hashem, the place where Hashem's feet, so to speak, are. And what does he say? How should you be mashpia? What should the shefa look like? So said the Rebbe Melch, it means, Erevas Arts Basim Liris, you should come and see the nakedness of the earth. What does that mean? Perish, Shatim Basim Liris, Tzarech Agashmias. I don't mean, says Yosef, only that you should be Mashpia, Siat Nishmai and learning. Or Siat Nishmai and other thing. I talk, I'm talking about Gashmias, Kipshutoy Mamash, Erevas Arts. That's what you have to be Mashpia. So this is a classic thing in the Rebbe Melch also, that was his style of being a Rebbe also, is that he wasn't only, there's some Tzadikim, some Rebbe's that, the only answers they'll deal with, the only conversations they'll have is about Rabbi Hashem. That's Mahalach, but Rabbi is not like that. He, any, he would be mashpia, he would give brachas about Parnasa, he would talk about uh, all, all in Yonim. And it's coming from this idea, is that the Oilem Yonim are them receiving Shefa because of the Tzaddik, and the Tzaddik demands of them to continue that Shefa downward into planet Earth, and in what aspect of planet Earth? Ervasar, it's Mamash everything, Gashmias, Ruchnias, you name it, the whole world should be that flow of Shefa should continue mamish to hadoim ragli, to the raglai, to mamish, the, the most simple, pushed things of planet Earth, all because ultimately the tzad, if the tzaddik says so, then they have to listen because they're only receiving it because of the tzaddik. That's what it means. Uh, well, I guess we'll just end off uh, very, very quickly. Huh? No, seriously, which means that there's Tzadik Yisrael Olam, okay, it's true that there is the Tzadik that's the biggest uh, of the whole universe, he's the sum total of it all, but every Tzad, every Yid has a piece of a Tzadik, which means that on some level, the 11 stars and the sun and the moon is receiving Shefa from you, in other words, we live in two places, we're human beings, and on the one hand, we have to turn our, ourselves upwards towards Shemai, but Mitzat Sheni, we have to know that there's a part of us which is even above Shemai. Machshava Kedumah, the Jewish people, every single Yid, the first initial thought that the Rabbani Shalom had in creating the world was not the heavens. The first initial thought was Nishmas Yisrael, which means the very deepest root of Nishmas Yisrael is really above heaven. So we ourselves are the entire circuit. We, we are the ones that initiate Shefa to flow to the higher world. And Mamela, every time we daven and we demand Shefa to come to planet Earth, to Ailam Hazah, it's, it's, it's Alpidin, because ultimately any Shefa that exists up there is taka because of us. So it's a, it's a schos, but it's also an achrayis to know that everything depends, literally everything depends on us. It's not just like things won't happen, like we are the ones that are initiating mamish, everything. So the question, why did the response, I mean, the 